Hello, my name is Cynthia, and welcome to the latest episode of Getting Your Together, a podcast where we discuss what it's like to get it all the way together, or at least attempt to, one day at a time. Hey, all. This episode is going to be about mess, making your mess your message. And truth be told, this is like the third damn time I'm recording this episode. It keeps messing up. So maybe I'm not supposed to get it out there, but be damned. I'm going to do it anyway. So here we go for the third time. First, I have to say that I saw the Joker last Thursday, so a week ago, and it was insane and epic. And I won't spoil it for anyone, but talking about making your mess, your message that movie. I want to say it's no joke, but you know, I'm not going to make a bad pun. I'm just going to let it be, let it lie there. But I highly recommend it. I'm a big fan of Joaquin Phoenix anyway. His quirky weird ass self always puts me in a mood. So I'm glad that he had a turn with something like the Joker. Definitely made it his own. And yeah, highly recommend it even if you're not a fan of the DC comics, it's a good trip. But I can also see why a lot of people have said what, they, what they've been saying about, about the incels and all that. I can kind of see that viewpoint too. It's unfortunate that we can't just enjoy a movie without it being all these other things, but it is what it is at this point. But anyway, I digress. Let's get back on topic, shall we? So making your mess, your message, what does that mean? So I was inspired because I was on Instagrams one of those days and I stumbled upon, I forget how I stumbled upon her, but there is someone on Instagram called, her name is Jennifer Bongarner. Her IG handle is at the real J bomb. So anyway, she is a coach, but she posted a poem based off this meme that she has on her IG, which is about settling, will always leave the heart relentlessly unsettled. And then she wrote like a poem associated with that meme post. And the poem, I'll read a little bit of it, goes, is as follows. Let your mess be your message. Parts of your life that aren't in alignment are just being removed. Sometimes the process can feel so painful. Believe me, I got it, beautiful soul. But just surrender and let it all fall away. And I won't read the rest. So if you want to read it, feel free to head on over to her IG. I will put the link to it in the show notes so you can have direct access to it. But yeah, I was really moved by that. I think I was just in one of these weird headspaces per the usual for me. I've been truthfully for the past like few months or so, I've been just like in this weird zone. I don't know what it is. I can kind of associate it with how I was feeling in May when I was just having so much stuff happening to me at once, but not as emotional because I'm not crying or I am, but not as much as I was then because good God, it was a mess or it was different for me. But I was moved by the post just because it was about realizing that it's okay to not be all put together. It's okay that things may not be as aligned as you want them to be. Things are moving, you're moving, you're changing, and just to kind of celebrate and embrace that and not settle. And I think for me, 
it resonated because I felt like I've settled a lot in my life. And I think it has to do with just not believing that I deserved better, that, you know, everyone can't get what they want. So you kind of just have to pick and choose and roll the dice and just hope for the best and and play small. I think I played small a lot. I didn't challenge myself as much as I should have or I got in my way or I got scared or I sabotaged. And so there's an element of just being a, like a mess. Like there's a lot of chaos around me. And some of it, and I used to pride myself of being one of those people like, I don't do drama, which is bullshit. And now when I hear someone say that, I'm like, red flag, red flag. Because if you really didn't do drama, you wouldn't really have to advertise that. And I also believe that everyone has an element of drama in their life because that's just human nature. And that's what it's how it is when you're dealing with people. There's going to be an element of drama because you're not the same. But I also think it's all about having proper boundaries and being secure in who you are as a person and what you will and will not allow. And I think you could have a whirlwind, hurricane, thunderstorm, earthquake happening around you. But if you, when it comes to other people and their stuff, but if you are like, no, I'm only showing up in this way and this is how it's going to impact me, but do you, then I feel like you are able to navigate. I guess you're able to navigate the curves or twists and turns of how quirky life can be. And quirky is putting it nicely, of course. But when it comes to mass, I realized that even saying like, I don't have drama, there was always an element of drama around me. I had a lot of chaos, whether it was chaotic at work, chaotic in- internally and things I would push down, hence why I was drinking. Chaotic when it comes to the relationships I had and the type of relationships that I desired, but didn't feel like I deserved. And then the type of relationships that I did have and not being able to express myself or have boundaries and understand that my inability to express my boundaries was impacting how chaotic things were in my life. That never ending cycle. And it was very much of me just pushing down things, pushing down things, numbing myself, numbing myself, just going through life, not feeling anything. And I was talking to someone, I was actually on, I think someone else's podcast, giving an interview. And I was saying that I just didn't feel anything. I guess I felt happy sometimes, sad, you know, a lot of the time, because, you know, I went through a lot of depression, but for the most part, I just didn't feel anything. Like I just went through life so numb and so isolated because I just didn't know what I wanted to feel, but I also was scared to do that. But that was also what kept me drinking because I felt like through drinking, maybe I could feel something and I never really did. That would also just numbed me more. And of course it's a depressant. So I ended up always feeling worse, especially if I acted out, which I will talk about in another episode because acting out is a thing. But why did I end up surrendering to my mess? Well, I ended up surrendering to it because I realized that it just wasn't helping me. I know I talked about this in earlier episodes about last year when after I showed my ass at this party and realized that I just couldn't keep doing the same shit every day and hoping something would happen differently, knowing that it wouldn't because I just didn't love or like myself or value myself that I had to learn to love myself, even though. I didn't know exactly know how to do it. And it's still something I'm working on. You know, it's still relatively new to me. And that's fine. But I made that vow to myself and I stuck to it. So I decided to honor that. 
that I was worth that. And within that, I realized that what I was doing wasn't serving me. I felt disconnected. I didn't really feel like I was close to anyone. I didn't really feel understood. I didn't really feel seen. I didn't really, I didn't see myself. If anyone asked me like to list five things about myself that I liked, I probably would say, I think I'm a good friend or I think I'm a good person. I wouldn't even say that with like a definite, I am a good person. I am a good friend. I would just be like, I think. So there was an element of doubt there. I wasn't really strong in my convictions about who I am, what I stood for and what I wanted and what I needed. Didn't know myself at all. You know, I think people get a notion in their head that by a certain age, you should have it all figured out. But I don't know if you truly ever have it all figured out. I think you learn more the older you get. But I also think the older you get, sometimes you get really stuck. You start getting stuck in certain patterns, certain stories and the ability to see outside of that gets so overwhelming. So then you kind of just end up being in this box, the self-created box, this self-fulfilling box, you know? And that's kind of where I was heading. I felt ashamed a lot of the time. I couldn't look in the mirror at all. Like I would always have the lights off. I would not look at myself. I would look down. My life was so chaotic externally and internally, but I wouldn't be able to really say anything about it because I just didn't know how to express it. But a lot of what I felt inside it ended up showing up externally. And then I would just kind of just take it on. It was just, I couldn't take that anymore. And I did not want to keep that. I didn't want to have that version of me around. I didn't want to have that version of Cynthia around. So it wasn't helping. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try something different and see what's on the other side. So I decided to embrace my mask, my past. And in the process of that, of course, I got sober. I lost the weight. I started being more creative. I started this here podcast. I really stopped hiding from my past. I don't forget it. And I don't act like it, di- it didn't exist or it wasn't there. But I also don't have that same level of guilt or shame about it. Like things I've done, things I've had done to me. It's all brought me to the place that I am now and the person that I am. And then I can also celebrate being a work in progress. Another thing about me is that I always thought that I had to be a perfect something or project as close to perfect as possible. Daughter, sister, girlfriend, fiance, whatever, coworker, boss. And now I'm just like, shit, I don't know. Not all the time. I know a lot. I know a lot about a lot of different types of shit, but I don't know everything. And I really dive back into feeling how I was when I was a child and just being exposed to different things, different ways of looking at things, not saying I always go for it or I agree with it, different ways of viewing the world, different ways of feeling something and just celebrating being a work in progress and being human instead of beating myself up for what I did wrong or what I could have done better because that mindset of saying like, well, I should have, woulda, coulda, doesn't help you instead of trying to make sense of the mess and work yourself through it. Another thing for me is also I I started to really lean into my discomfort, sit in it, don't run away from it, thinking before I react to things for the most part. I still have my moments. Looking at yourself, your life and assessing it honestly and openly is just being curious about you, your thoughts, your patterns, your past history, your relationships, past and present, and what you want in the future. And really just sitting with it for long, extended periods of time, which can be such a pain in the ass sometimes. But you know, 
growth isn't always easy or fun, but it's worth it if you start to really become at peace with who you are as a person. And I think that's something about like celebrating your mess is that it doesn't really have to just be your mess and this chaotic thing. You can, at the center of a tornado, it's like, it's really calm and quiet. Granted, it's craziness. If you look around you, it's all like, what the fuck? I'm about to get sucked up in this twister and who knows where I'll end up. But in that center, it's so calm and peaceful. But um, (laughs) all the bad analogies. I'm sick, so I'm blaming on the cold. All right, I'm gonna do that. And I use that as like a symbolism for just like my own life. It could just be all that chaos, but you know, I'm working through it and becoming in the center, becoming like the true version of myself, the person that I was or I was always meant to be. But now I'm giving myself that permission, which I think is awesome. That's my story for today. I would like to add a little tip for this podcast and something I'll start adding in between various episodes that I'm working on. If you follow me on Instagram, I do life recovery tips for the week. This is something I started just for like recovery specific, but then I realized it's recovery is not just from like addiction, but life recovery can, because your life is changing. So why not focus it about life? And then it opens it up to others who are also struggling through whatever they are going through. The life recovery tip of the week is allow yourself to be imperfect. Next time you make a mistake, instead of saying you fucked up, take a step back and remind yourself that you are human. And while this may not have produced the result you wanted, it's a learning opportunity and a step in the right direction. You define your mess. Don't let your mess define you. That's the net net of all that. That's it for this episode. If this resonated with you in any kind of way, please, 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 please leave me a review on iTunes or any other place or any other platform that you can leave a review. I love it. And I appreciate everyone that has done it so far. I'm always on Instagram. I love Instagram more than Twitter, but I have both. Feel free to reach out to me there if you have any questions about recovery or life or just things in general feel free to always give me a shout out. I will gladly respond. And if you think this episode will resonate with anyone that you know in your life, please send it their way. I'm always up for new friends. Friends are great. Outside of that, thank you for listening. Have a great night and I will talk to you soon. Bye.